You're listening to the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Sir Colin Campbell and Gary A. McGowan. Good day, good day, good day. It's your host, Sir Colin Campbell, here with Gary A. McGowan, and you're tuned into the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast. We're on site right now at Keller Williams Family Reunion Event, one of the largest real estate events in the world. Yes, and we have one of the leaders here at Keller Williams, the man, the myth, the legend. This is someone who is a trailblazer in our industry, John. Welcome. Well, I'm ready to shoot the basket. Yeah. That one. I'm like, drain that one. I want to do a layup or something. <laughs> now, did you ever play basketball? I did. Okay. I did. And, well, I played college football, but I, I okay. did dabble in basketball. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, tell us who John is, man. Uh, I'm a father, father a husband. Four, a husband. Uh, I'm a, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm a disciplined man. You know, okay. I, uh, you know I, I was a state trooper for 17 years, and I think, uh, you know, maybe from my dad and me, you know, I just very disciplined human being. But uh, I'm a, you know, I think you and I talked earlier, so, uh, you know, I'm a leader. You know, yeah. I, I think if, if, you know, with my kids, with my, my work, even when I was a state trooper, I, I think like one thing that was always encrusted in me or kind of inside my soul was like leadership. Mm-hmm. I think I would have came out with like a little thing when I was a little <laughs> kid or something, you know, about leadership. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a jack of all trades, I guess you would call me. Now, as a husband, as a father, as a business owner, a leader in the industry, um, you've really worked on yourself over the last year, uh, last years, uh, I should say, and you've learned a lot of lessons on leadership. So why don't we talk about leadership? Yeah, you know. What is leadership to you? Well, the cool thing, well, it, it's, it's putting other people first. You know, uh, what's a... John Maxwell's uh, book, Five Levels of Leadership, yeah. is probably Influence. one of my fav- yeah. favorite books ever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people say they're a leader, and I, I'll say something like, well, who'd you make better? Mm. You know, because uh, growth is one thing. Like, I'm, I'm actually should have said this, I'm a fanatic about growth. However, you know, like, if you're a team leader or you're a recruiter on a team or whatever, that's great. I'll say, you know, have you made another recruiter like you? Mm-hmm. Have, you have you been able to duplicate you? Uh, maybe even someone better. So when I when I think about leadership, it's about I think it's about making other people around you better, and that could be an admin, right? That could be uh, uh, you know someone to replace you. Um, you could actually even say it's your children. You know, like if my kids are getting worse, but if they're good citizens, um, they're doing the right thing. They're polite when they see people. You know, all that stuff. So I, to, to me, leadership is just making people around you better. That is so simple. It, let me let me jump in there. It's interesting you men, you, you mentioned children. Uh, some of us, and perhaps yourself too, we got to sit on uh, Gary's Mastermind a couple of days ago, uh, the, the CEO leadership. And and uh, my daughter back home in Toronto was asking me, hey, what'd you do today? And we're catching up. And I, we were in this leadership uh, session. And she responded with what she thought was a funny comment or question. Yet I'm like, this is such a deep question on so many levels. And all she asked was, are you a better leader? And, and I, it made me kind of go internal. Yeah, what did I learn today? Who did I help lead today? Or who do I pour into today? Where we kind of come to events like this and we just absorb and maybe just tick off the box. Yep, got to that session, got to that session. But it's important to be, uh, consume and, and internalize the stuff we're learning here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you said it right. I, I think, you know, you could just you know, uh, influence is part of leadership too. But I, I think 
you know, are, are people around you getting better? You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and if, if they're not, then I got to check myself, yeah. you know? And that goes with my family sometimes. I'm like, am I doing my part? Am I being who I need to be? Am I showing up the way I need to show up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So what are you doing to constantly work on yourself as a leader? Because we've heard leadership is not a destination, it's a journey. So what are you doing? Because my image of you in my own head is David Goggins of real estate. You were the David Goggins. <laughs> All right. I mean, I think I, right. look, I think I look a little better. And actually, I tell I tell people like, don't don't let it, don't let it fool you. When I take it, you know, it's, 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 this looks all right inside. You know what I mean? Uh, I like it. I but, like uh, it. So, how are you constantly pouring into yourself and stretching yourself to be a better leader? That's a good question. I, I, I I'll, I'll tell you, uh, and I'm I'm not embarrassed of it. Uh, I didn't start getting learning based really and not the, the cliche is to say Keller Williams. I would say two years after I came to Keller Williams, mm-hmm. meaning because I was still a state trooper, dual career and all that stuff. And I kind of was busy doing everything. Right. I was a OP mega agent dad. I was flipping houses. I was doing all kinds of stuff and um, I didn't get learning based. But then I started saying to myself, like I was surrounded with better people. I was like, hey, what are they doing? Like, why are they so like like sharing ideas and quotes and and energy around things and I was like I felt like I wasn't like I don't want to say worthy but I was like I need to like get myself better Mm. so I think I started like getting into like John Maxwell I started reading books you know uh, whether it be business books leadership books like uh like Sabins and all that like some of the big college coaches and 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 then I got addicted to it like it's almost like uh, going to the casinos and you hit once and you want to go back and gamble I think the same thing for me when I started to get exposed to other leaders uh, you know whether it be um, you know uh, John Wooden John Maxwell Gary Keller um, you know that's what started to get me really excited about it and and I was like man I'm, I'm getting better and you know I'm getting up earlier and I'm you know I'm, I'm, I'm doing things I never done before so I would say I think I just poured into John Clyden. Mm. You know, what's the old saying? You got to put the oxygen mask on first before you help others. Yes. So yeah. I think I had to help me be better before I help other people be better. So once I got better, then the rest is history. You know, now, you know, now I'm division leader and leading other leaders across the country. And I don't think it would have been possible if I didn't pour into John Clyde first. Dude, I, that's really so important. You said that I'm glad that you did say that because I, I find and perhaps you see it firsthand because you're you're leading leaders and, and you're training leaders. Uh, do you find people often tend to skip that step of putting that oxygen mask on themselves first? Oh, listen, you see it in agents. Yeah. Um, listen, I have agents that do 70, 80 million dollars in business and they're broke. Yeah. They're not practicing what they preach. Right. Um, to me, you know, part of being a, you know, if we're going to see out here, stand up here and say, I'm a leader or I'm a whatever, you know, are you, do you have a budget? Do you know your numbers? You know, are, are you, um, you know, you say you get up early. Are you truly getting up early? Are you working out? Are you living a good life? Are you faithful to your wife? Are you, you know, all that stuff. Are you getting rest? Like all that stuff matters to me. Like even being here, like all every, you know, everybody else is going out. I want to go to bed because I want to get up <laughs> early so I can, I can do my routine. Yeah. Being in California, listen, I'm away from my family. I, it's not fun to me. You know, I like being here, but not that much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, we like got I, you. I, you yeah, know, so, we got you. So if I'm here, I'm going to get every single thing I can get out of this thing while I'm here. 
mm-hmm. for gotcha. me yes. to be better. Yes. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And, and let's talk about uh, the leadership and, the, and what you're pouring back into others. And you've just recently authored a book. Tell us about that. Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny. I, I just seen Mo Anderson, um, who did my Ford in my yes. book. And uh, she was like, how you doing, darling, with the book? You know, and uh, I was like, you know what? It's doing great because our KW family um, really has embraced it. And they've, um, they've seen it be a vehicle that you can go to a recruit or whoever or, or internally and say, hey, you struggling dual career? Like, here's something. Here's a guy who left it all because he's seen another path and it didn't have to be that path. Because, I listen, I like the state police. Um, I fell out of love with it and I fell in love with real estate. So it, it, it's really just my journey and how long it really took me, even though financially I could have left, but I wasn't ready to leave mentally. Mm. And it talks about that journey. And, and I probably, if I probably had that book, if someone gave me my book, interesting, yeah, I, I probably would have left at 10 years. Interesting. Um, but I'm proud of it because now, you know, so many people come up to me and says, I read your book and I left. Or, and, and I tell people like, don't leave your job just for the sake of leaving it. I left for a reason. I wasn't happy anymore. I didn't need it financially. And I knew that I was minus 40 to 45 hours a week. And I said to myself, what could I do in 40 to 45 hours a week? If I'm making, you know, half a million dollars now as a side gig, what the heck would I do if mm-hmm. I got 45 hours back? Yes. And, and really, it's the truth, because I, I, I don't know if I maybe 20x that, you know, over the, the last, really, this has sped up the last four or five years because I got smart about investing, my taxes, and like every aspect of my life, I got smarter. Um, I, I think I became a better dad, I became a better husband. So um, I, I think the book really tells that journey. And I, I, did, I told Mo, the most proudest thing I am about leaving Six Figures is that I've gotten um, like, a, like a housewife or a mom came up to me and said, hey, I wanna leave my husband, mm. but I can't. You know, he was, you know, he's abusive or whatever. And um, your book has showed me there is a plan that I can at least start to make that plan in, wow. into action through your book. So I was like, you know what? I, and Mo said it like, you know, maybe God worked in a different way because maybe the book wasn't just meant for realtors or yes. maybe it wasn't meant mm-hmm. for police officers. Maybe it's meant, meant for anybody that needs a plan and wants to change their life or their trajectory or the mm-hmm. way they're going or the, they want to pivot. Right. Yes. Which is our word. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I love that. It, the you know, it's so funny. We 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 think we're putting together a, a project or a plan or something, and we sometimes get tunnel vision to what that is, and that ripple effect, as you just explained, on how that ripples and affects so many other people. Uh, talk to us a little bit about why that's so important. From a from, you don't have to be the leader of your whole organization. You can be. First, you know, brand new agent and create a, a ripple effect. Talk to us why that's so important to have that positive outlook or to look to change lives like that. You know, uh, the guy who sponsored me um, was an ALC member mm. that sponsored me. And every time I see him, he, he, he like, congrats, he like, he's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like he's so, because he never thought that this, guy, this dual career cop yeah. was gonna be you know, a regional director, a division leader or anything. So it's like, you know, like to me, like it changed his life. And now because of, because of me, he, he's gotten so purposeful around profit share that he's wow. been doing so many great things in the market center. He's been leading, he's been doing all this incredible stuff. And, and I'm like, wow, like, you know, like it is like a, like Gary said earlier, like the dominoes, if you remember in one of the sessions, yes. 
you know, it is like, you know, and look at all the people I've recruited. You know, my, I tell you know, all the big profit share owners in my region, they've been 20 years. I'm like 11 years yeah. and I'm catching up to you. Like yeah. I'm, I'm getting close to you because all I've been doing is telling my story, right. which has been really motivating and getting people excited about Keller Williams and, and, and not Keller Williams, that they can do exactly what I did or with, with either one of you've done and they can create their own legacy here at Keller Williams, which, which is just amazing for me. Fabulous. So now you're a leader of leaders and that is big in the Keller Williams world. What is a question that you're constantly asking of yourself and of the people that you lead? You know, I heard it, um, I don't know, I think it was in the CEO summit. Uh, maybe it was um, the guy that was at the CEO summit on Friday, I forgot his name, but am I present? Am I where my feet are? Oh, so, I wrote so, that. <laughs> so, so I would say to everybody, you know, are you present? And that that's at home, that's in your business place, because again, I told you earlier, I have eight million jobs with Keller Williams. But when I'm a d division leader, I need to plant my feet as a DL. When I'm an RD, I need to plant my feet as an RD. When I'm a, 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 with my mega team, I need to plant my feet there. When I'm at my market center, I need to plant my feet there. And I can't think about all the other things. I, I need to give them, I think Molly Fletcher said it actually, I need to give all my energy to that, to that task at that point. And, and again, the biggest thing that most of us struggle with, and I know I am, I need to give all the energy to my family when I go home. Yeah. At the dinner table, right? Because I don't know about you guys, when I go home sometimes, I just left a lot of stuff. And then I got to go shift to be a dad of four children and my wife and just focus on them. And I'm like trying to, like, I'm like, in my, I'm like, all right, family, you're good, you're good. And, and I'm, there's no magic pill because in my back of my mind, I'm like, all right, am I going to lose this agent? Do I need to call them right now and leave the dinner table? Like, you know, and right. it's hard to shut it off. Yeah. So that I would say if anybody's like, just be present because to me, that person, we'll get them later. I'll call them tomorrow morning and won't change. Um, be present with your family. So I would just say be present. It's, I think it was um, not Zig Ziglar. It was somebody else that says, you know, when you're at work, you're at work. When you're at, at the beach, be at the beach. Basically, you know, being present. But like you rightfully admitted, John, that that's a struggle. It's a challenge because when you walk through that door, you're still walking with all the challenges of the day. Mm -hmm. And now you have to show up as a dad, as a husband, with, uh, with new energy. And the things that you've been working on for the last eight hours have been energy drainers. How are you managing that? And how are you being able to, you know, be a better father and a better husband when you go home? You know, the first thing is, is uh, I've learned is I need to hide my phone. Mm. Because even if I don't get on it, I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that goes for my family too, not just dad. They all need to hide their phone. I think they all need to put their phone away. Um, and, and I think that's important that, you know, we have like a, a jail, they call it jail for the phone or, okay. or, or even out in the car. Yeah. But put it somewhere, you know, listen, a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour. Like, like and I, I'll say it to my, I'm talking to myself, not just my family. Like, if I can't go a half an hour, 45 minutes without that thing, you know, like, running, going off or the notification, then I got a problem. Right. Mm. So I, I think to me, the advice is like any distractions need to be, you know, and you talk about six person perspective, right? You know, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, scan, uh, 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 
check your bunker or whatever. Mm. You know, build, oh, sorry, build, build a bunker. Build a bunker. Yeah. Build, build a, a bunker. bunker. So, like, to me, like, if, if you're with your family, build a bunker that won't stop. Like, when I'm at dinner, the only thing that can distract me, right, is my phone mm -hmm. to be present. And then same thing, if, if I'm, and maybe if I'm in a business meeting, what can distract me? Probably an email right before or a phone. So why would I read an email right before a big meeting when I know that could take my whole mind out of what I'm about to go do? So I think you just got to be smart um, as a leader and as a business person. Like, don't don't set yourself up for failure um, because we're all we're all human. We can be distracted very easily. Well, I love it. I love it. We got to wrap this up. But yep. here's what I here's what I'm taking away from this uh, last 10, 15 minutes is, you know, lead when you're leading, be present where you need to be present the most. And that's where you currently are standing. Right. And and John, quickly, how, how do people get a hold of you? They want to reach out to you. Uh, you know what? Uh, what's it? The uh, Instagram and all that stuff. It's leaving six figures. The number six figures dot com or leaving six figures on Instagram. You'll find me. Yeah. Um, check out the book. Uh, I think it's awesome. And uh, you know, I'll be around this family reunion too, trying to change more lives. So if you see me, say hi. Love Beautiful. it. I love it. Well, there you have it, my friends. That's John. That's Colin. I'm Gary. And we'll see everybody on the next episode. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to click the subscribe button so new episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. Please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and a review on your podcast player of choice. Now go make it an amazing day for somebody.